Welcome to 12 Minutes of Dauntless Commentary on Widely Unaccepted Truth from God's Word. Hang on to your Bible. I am Elsie Breeden, and this is Audaciously Unpopular. One of my favorite stories in the Old Testament is in 1 Kings chapter 19. We find Elijah and after faithfully serving the Lord and being a messenger for the Lord to the people of Israel, we find him in verse 9, chapter 19, verse 9, that he has buried himself in a cave and he is just sitting there. And the Lord comes and he says, what are you doing here? And Elijah says in verse 10, I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the sons of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars and killed your prophets with a sword. And I alone am left, and they seek my life to take it away. So he's sitting here in this moment, and he's feeling very sorry for himself and very alone. And although we may be quick to pass judgment on him in this situation, I feel like most of us can identify that we have been in that cave. If we're really honest with ourselves, we've been in that place. And we've, whether it's at our job or in our family or in our church or in our small group or in the ministry that we feel called to, it doesn't really matter. We, I, I feel like there's a cave that we, we, we've been there. We know what it's like to sit down in that cave and just say, I'm the only one who cares about this. And that is essentially where Elijah was. He's like, I'm the only one who cares about the covenant that the people of Israel have with the Lord because no one else was keeping it. And this is the state that the Lord comes to him and says, Elijah, what are you doing here? And then in verse 11, the Lord says, go forth and stand on the mountain before the Lord. So Elijah, get up from here, get out of this cave, get out of this dark place, get out of this depression that that you're wallowing in, get up and go stand on the mountain before the Lord. Go into the presence of God. Get up from where you are and go stand before the Lord. And behold, the Lord was passing by. There's a, there's a whole sermon right there, I believe, in just those phrases. And a great and strong wind was rending the mountains and breaking in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a sound of a gentle blowing. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And behold, a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? Did you did you catch this? At the beginning of this, the Lord says, go forth and stand on the mountain. But at the end of this, we find out Elijah didn't move. He stayed exactly where he was. And great emphasis and great powerful things happened around him. But the Lord was not in those things. Maybe the things that he was looking for to happen. And maybe they caught his attention. But he realized that the Lord was not in those things. And... The, the wind breaking the rocks in pieces and the earthquake and the fire. But in all of these huge demonstrations that probably got his attention, the Lord was not in those, those showy things. The Lord was not there, but it was in the gentle blowing. It was the gentle blowing that got Elijah up out of the cave to go stand in the mouth of the cave and recognize the presence of the Lord. 
And I love this story because to me, it, it shows, it shows us up. Because so often we're looking for the earthquake and the fire and the wind. We're looking for those huge, magnificent, powerful evidences of God in our lives. And that's what we want. And that's what we're looking for. And that we're not satisfied with anything else. And so we're looking for him in the big things. We're looking for him in the showy things. But there's a lesson here that the Lord was not in those things. Sometimes we mistake a a huge thing, a huge job promotion or a or a move or something sometimes we're looking in those wrong places because those things suit us better those things get our attention and and we feel more comfortable and we feel more excited and we get more hyped up with those things happening but the lord is in the gentle blowing and it is in the lord's presence that we can get up out of the cave a few weeks ago at church the praise team was singing that song by Community Music called Make Room. And it simply says, I will make room for you to do whatever you want to. I will make room for you as God. You are God alone. I will move out of the way with my agenda, with what I'm looking for, with the big showy flashy things that I want to be a part of. I will make room for you. And so many times when we pray that prayer or we sing that song, I don't think we're realizing what we're singing because a lot of the times the Lord shows up in a way we're not expecting. And he might show up with a trial. He might show up with something that is so unexpected and it terrifies us in the moment. We don't know how he's going to show up, but I promise you he shows up. And if we, if we approach him with that surrender and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to move out of the way. I'm going to move out of the way with my agenda, with my organization, with my skills, with my thoughts, my preconceived ideas, my ways of doing things. And I'm going to make room for you. And that's when we kind of hear, the, we start to hear the gentle blowing because we've suddenly moved out of the way with all of our, with all of our demands and our worldly expectations and and we've removed those limitations of him and then he can show up and so we find Elijah at the mouth of the cave finally after the gentle blowing that's what got his attention that's where he found the Lord was in a stillness on the same day that that song made such an impression on me I heard a 12 year old boy make the statement God always finds a way to do what he wants in spite of us and that that just stuck with me in spite of us in spite of our clamor in spite of our chaos in spite of our anxiety and our depression and our self-pity and in spite of everything that we find ourselves carrying in that cave he's gonna find a way to do what he wants to do because he's bigger than us and he's greater than us and how grateful we should be that he is Isaiah 55 verses 8 through 11 for my thoughts are not your thoughts nor are my ways your no, nor are your ways my ways declares the Lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than yours and my thoughts than your thoughts for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth and making it bear and sprout and furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater so will my word be which goes forth from my mouth, it will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. 
when we get out of the way and we let that gentle blowing, we let that word begin to speak in us and speak through us. It is so much more. And it is him accomplishing his purpose. When he speaks, when the words come out of his mouth, it's going to happen. What he says, he's going to have his way because he is God in spite of us, in spite of what we're looking for, in spite of what we're striving for. He's going to get his way and his way is always better and higher than us. But if we're not careful, we miss it. We miss the message because we're caught up in the earthquake. We're caught up. We're, we're terrified in that moment. We miss it because we're in all of the fire or the wind and we miss what he's doing because we're looking in the wrong places. It's not ex- it's not what we expected. It's not what we asked for. That's a big one, isn't it? God, I see you, but that's not what I asked for. So I'm just going to ignore it. That's not what I wanted. That's not what I prayed for. That's not what I wanted you to do. I think you should have done it this way. Because his ways are not our ways. But if we will just make room for him and just step out of the way and say, God, I will serve you without my agenda. I will serve you without my pride getting in the way. Just move me out of the way and make room for you to do what you want to in my life, through my life, in my family, through my family, in my church, through my church. This is not about me and what I want to accomplish, but help me to serve you your way without my own thoughts, without my own agenda, because you are God and you are bigger than me. In Romans eleven thirty three, it says, Oh, the depth of the riches both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and unfathomable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who became his counselor? Who do we think we are? Some days when he does things his way and we sit there and go, "Uh uh-uh, what are you doing? Why are you doing it that way? Why aren't you moving faster? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Who are we to become his counselor? Who has given, who has first given to him that it might be paid back to him again? And from him, for from him and through him and to him are all things. All things exist because of him. We exist because of him. So it's time that we recognize and get out of the way and make room for the, for the king of glory to come in and to make a show of who he is and to display the wonderful works of God. Because he can. But so many times we're standing in the way, casting shadows on what he's trying to do and casting shadows on the glory of God. Help us, God, to never cast a shadow on what you're doing, to never let our agenda and our pride get in the way of your glory and your thoughts. Help us to get out of the way and make room for whatever it is. And it's not going to look like what we thought and it's not going to look like maybe what we asked for. But your ways are best. And we're going to trust you in that moment. I challenge you to pray that prayer. To have a heart-to-heart conversation with God and say, I have been looking for things to happen my way. But I recognize that you are God. And I'm going to make room for you. Mm -hmm.